let me tell you this. Green Bay is a great town for football. No one is perfect. Uh, nobody can be perfect. But by striving for absolute perfection, you raise yourself notches above what you may have been content to be. Who's our head ref today? Tony Corrected. This is his rookie year. Oh, we're going to give him some What's up, everybody? This is Danny Vitale, the fullback for the Green Bay Packers, and you're listening to the Poor Man's Packer Podcast. Go Pack Go! Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the number one Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I am Spencer Sismanowitz, joined as always with Kyle Turkowski. Kyle? Hello! And Happy New Year! Hooray! Yay! 2020! We, we survived the uh, the 22K, right? Why? Why 22K? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't anything. know that was a thing. Yeah, it, it isn't. I just came up with it just now. Very nice. Yeah, very cool, but... Happy New Year. Sorry for the delay on the pod of one whole day. I'm sure a lot of people would have listened to it on their day off, hopefully as well. But here we are on a, well, shit, you'll be listening on a Victory Thursday. Mm. But bye week, bye week secured. Yeah. Be prepared for bye week bonanza part, part, part deux next week. After we somehow were able to clinch that after this yeah, amazing wow. game, I kind of, especially after our predictions last week, where I had like my bold prediction was Tim Boyle, and I think yeah. we each a had little, him winning. Uh, <laughs> a little too big for our britches. I think we both had them winning by at least 20 points. 20 possessions, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sure you've seen this stat, though, but 120 football minutes we played the Detroit Lions and led for. Zero seconds of those 120 minutes and won both games. Just amazing. Yeah, because after the game, because I, I knew the one, obviously, right away. I was like, we didn't lead that game until that last kick. Literally, I was like, the very, there were zeros on the clock when it went in. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, I mean, we'll get into it more, but it is nice that after how terrible uh, Crosby had of a game last year in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I thought of for the Lions game at Lambeau where he had the game winner. Oh, well, that monkey's off his back. Well, now. The you know two game winners against Detroit the yeah. year after you go zero for five. When he did he did miss one earlier in that game. At that, least it was over fifty. But I yeah. did, uh, of but all I the think, games this year with Crosby, it, I was eh, on most even that forty yarder he made. It, I didn't feel good well, about. Well, because yeah, because well, the one he missed was fifty one, and then wasn't the game winner like forty six? So then, like yeah, five yards is a lot, but still like that's kind of it was, yeah. in the same. But yeah, it was a uh, hell of a win. Yeah, kind of. I mean, not really hell of a win, <laughs> but just a win. Thank God for the win. That's what it was. Yes. And we'll talk about that up here pretty quick. Uh, we'll break down the offense and defense of the game, follow that up with take news, Ooh. where we will talk about Rodgers and how the Packers should approach the future with him. Mm. We have Is Kyle an Idiot with Stump Spenny, some trivia. Stump Packer fan of the week. And we'll wrap it up with shit. Uh, I think we're actually just going to preview make our predictions for for a stress free well, weekend of well, football. Yeah, I'm the, so excited the for games this that we don't care about yes, and well, then get into next week. I wouldn't week. say don't care but eh. if you're if you're a football fan why would you not care? That's you know? true. That's true. Like, I imagine if we are blessing your ears right now, you definitely have some interest in this weekend of games. So. That's that's a fair point. Thank you. So hopping right into it, uh 23 to 20, Packers are victorious yeah. in a beautiful game mm. start to finish. We will start where everyone else has started. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
holy shit, dude. I'm just seeing it now. He threw the ball 55 times. It's Yeah, it's one of the... Oh my God. It isn't... It shouldn't be surprising for how the game went, but right. actually seeing 55, it's like, fuck it. But yeah, Rodgers was 27 for 55, two touchdowns, the one pick. But this is... Oh, man, and... It keep we keep trying to he's one up in himself. It's like this is what's probably the worst. I I don't know. It, it was it was something. It was a weird kind of off this week with Rogers. Yeah, everyone and their mother has said the same thing about Rogers. So I don't even think we really need to pile on him too much. Like oh, but and, we will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that I'm annoyed with is like, you know, popular Packers Twitter people. Mm-hmm. Um, when they criticize Rodgers and then they like follow it up with how their mentions are on fire because they criticize Rodgers, which I don't even think is the case because like no. I haven't seen many people defend Rodgers. No, and I, I mean, I'm, I try, I try to defend him, but yeah, I just I think they're kind of building a straw man there, and I don't know. I don't know. You gotta you gotta find something to talk about too. I mean, what else that. No matter what, that is the thing to talk about after this game. And right. I mean, it has been the season where Rodgers is actually actually seems mortal. The last two years we had the excuses. This year we don't really have the excuses anymore. Yeah. But yeah, just getting back to it, it's he was off on so many passes. I, I can't remember him ever being off this much. Like he couldn't hit a running back on a wheel route to save his life. That was like, yeah. The one the one he did miss Aaron Jones for the touchdown, it was on the run and that's a tough throw, but it was uh, it wasn't a very, you know, long throw. But he he missed him, he missed Irvin as well, which yep. should have been a touchdown. And it's like these third he's back to back when Rodgers was really clicking. It seemed like these third and fives he would go deep and the last couple of weeks it's like, dude, we only need a couple of yards. <laughs> Why are you Doing the freaking you know rocket balls, right? Which is like yeah, concerning. I wish they would. It I wish they would be more prone like on the second and shorts, like second and one to four to take more shots because mm-hmm. I just feel right. like the playbook is anything you want it to be on those downs. Yeah, and I think that too. And it seems like and more often than not, we're just taking Lafleur runs d- runs it to and move get, the gets six. the three yards to pick it up. And it's like, well, sh- we should. That's where we should be taking the right. Shots. And then yeah, on third and four, you can kind of you. Ha- it's right. so much more manageable. But once again, way. it's like we're dumb fans. We don't actually. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough to go back and forth on that. Exactly. But yeah, and and I think we talked about it too because we did watch the game together at a bar for the first time. I think I watched the game in public. What not was counting it? I, thought, I always thought it was pronounced Herkemeyer. <laughs> Yeah, I know you can say that. It's the Herkimer here in uh, Kyle and I are from Superior, Wisconsin, but we live in the Minneapolis area. Uh, the Herkimer is a brewery slash bar in Uptown, which is great. It's a Packer bar. You know, we're in Minnesota, and it's just Packer fans. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to look and around and be like, it, oh, we're in Minnesota right now. You, Yeah, you had been there a few times, but that was my first experience ever. Mm-hmm. Like, first time ever being there, and especially on game day, too. It was packed. It was a amazing i was gonna drop an f-bomb there but <laughs> i know your mother listens to this yep. and doesn't so i'm trying to oh, yeah. watch that but it was an effing amazing experience amazing atmosphere yeah it felt like it felt like home it was cool yeah it's it was a better you know especially for how bad the game went like an environment of a bar can really change quickly yes and it sucks. It, well especially that first half it was like there was <laughs> very few yeah. roars so i didn't even know like there was a, a whole half had gone by and i still hadn't known like what it was capable of. So right. then, when like the first like I don't know first cheer came on, it was probably like 
a sack or a touchdown. It really got well, loud. It, it, it's funny. I'd like to just take audio clips of like the first first down in a bar and then like the last first down or, you know, a lesser because the first first down of the game, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then if you go to like the third quarter, we pick up a third down. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah right. Because it's <laughs> like, yeah, you, you have all this momentum and excitement just to release and then you kind of that crowd, think, off, you yeah. know, right off Mob the bat. mentality. But yeah, I don't know. Rogers. <laughs> Hopefully he can turn it back on. We'll talk about him more later with take news. But, but yeah, just... well, yeah, real quick, like like I said, the everyone is has the same criticisms of Rodgers. They're mm-hmm. saying the same things, and I'm still kind of on this hill trying to defend him. And I thought Dan Orlovs- Orlovsky, yep. he's a former, he's actually a former Lion, I think. Yep. He had a great tweet, and he said he just rewatched the pack. He tweeted this like a day after and said. Uh, just rewatch the Packers tape. If I had to be- bet on one QB to get bonkers hot in the playoffs, it's Rodgers. Everyone thinks he played bad today, in parentheses. I did watching in the moment, but he had eight, eight absolutely insane slash elite slash ridiculous throws. Close misses can be made plays quickly, and yeah. we've kind of been. That's been another key talking point all year where we're just so close to mm-hmm. busting it open and i still think that's the case but this, yeah and it was kind of a microcosm whatever of the season where all all these balls it's not like any of them were terrible terrible balls but it's like you know they're off what two one to two yards and it's like well yeah and that's what he's kind of talking about you know we're so close for hitting these but it's like man it's been it's been all season, instead of like broken plays and stuff, it's like it was just missed throws. Yeah. I think I said it during the game. This is what I was initially trying to get at. But it used to be when Rodgers drops back on the bootleg, play action, plants his foot. I'm excited. I'm like, hell yeah, this is a huge Uncork play. Uncork it. You know, tossing it up, you see Jordy under, underneath, you know it's a big it's a big play. And yeah. now I, you don't have that excitement anymore when he's planting that back foot. It yeah, just, it's it almost sucks. like a little bit of anxiety almost exactly because like, you're like oh it's third down it's well third and five he's going deep yeah and- especially when it seems like majority of the time the 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 receiver on the receiving end is number 83 who mm-hmm. has done himself zero favors this yep. year yep but yeah we'll we'll keep it going with the pass catchers now move past rogers Devonte adams i mean just another day at the office it, for that dude. Yeah. My goodness. We say it every week. It's like, yeah, you count on him to get between, I mean, I, I'd say five, but that's even low. That's, uh, yeah, that's too like, low. It, it is like seven, seven catch, between seven and 14 catches for around, you know, 100 yards. In this game, he had seven catches for 93. Uh, juke the entire secondary on his touchdown. Oh. Which even, b- back to Rodgers, even that one, when he oh, threw it up, oh, I was dude. like, what is, why why are you lobbing this ball? I'm like, oh, he is completely wide open. Because he was, well, and so I saw it from multiple angles. I saw it from the All-22 where it was just him and both of those DBs, honestly, there were bones on the field after mm-hmm. the play. And then on the, like from, I think it was like maybe someone's like, someone from the social media team, like, they were recording on the sideline from the end zone. Oh, sure, And yeah. he threw it. The anticipation was amazing. He threw it while he was making his break, mm-hmm. and, he, yeah, he was wi- wide open. Right, which is one of those things you see. That's the difference between Geronimo, MVS. There's that chemistry there. It's He's throwing the ball as the break's happening, so when it's terrible, you're like, okay, well, what's going on yeah. here? And that, that's the 
you know the right side of it. He also had that big pickup on fourth and one. That little I like that 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 little boot play. Yeah, I rollout. I should. We've say. done that on fourth a lot this year. It feels like we're at least in those short yardage situations, and I love it. It it seems to for how great Devontae is. Um, He's, he hasn't always been that like third down outlet guy that Jordy and Cobb were, where they find that space and pretty much just sit down and get the first. But he's, I think, more so the back half of this year, he's oh definitely started picking that up a lot more. And that fourth down, I thought was a perfect. Yeah, because of, of of his seven catches, I mean, one was the touchdown. I, I would say I would be willing to bet four, five, maybe even six. All six came on what felt like third or fourth down. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, the one on fourth down, and I know there was at least like two or three on third down, third and long at that. Yeah, and God, briefly, God, that the pass interference on him too. Did he even touch the guy? Remember the offensive pass interference? Yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was great timing. I thought he made contact as the ball was being caught. Yep. And and then literally two drives later, uh, when Detroit had the ball, yeah, they didn't call it. And it was worse. It was thing. worse. And it was worse. And that it's one of those things, it's like we've talked about with the refs this year and national fans, whatever, NFL fans saying the Packers get all the calls. It, you're not watching Week 17 against the Lions, right. the Packer game that no one gives a shit about, when everyone who complained about the Delvin Cook call Week 2 and there was another you know, pass interference where receivers kind of blocking out there. Well, it happened to us in this game yep. too, but they're not Nothing. not going to care about yeah. that. Not going to care about that. Uh, Lazard, once again, just... Pushing along yep. with the wide receiver two campaign. We no longer have to say he needs more snaps because he is getting those snaps. Thank God. And it is no longer like Ben Fennel, I think, said, or someone said that. It's no longer, I mean, and this is obvious, but it's no longer a mystery who the wide receiver oh, two sure. is. Oh, sure, yes. And that's been the case for a while, but like this, like, put it in stone. Yeah, four four catches, 69 yards, nice. Nice. Uh, the touch, touchdown was six. Touchdown, that was when it was like, oh, fuck, okay, we are going to win this game. Yeah. Now. Well, I don't know if you know what play I'm talking about, but in preseason, he had a touchdown catch that was like literally frame by frame identical. But it was to opposite. It was going the opposite direction, wasn't it? I I think it was going the same. I thought it was going left right to, right to right. left. But it was yeah, it was like a it was like a post or I don't I don't even know what route he ran, but it was over the middle and it was a high ball that he high pointed and it was it was right like he had the defender right on his back it was the exact same and i remember watching that and going "Ooh, we might we might have a player here back in august yep, yep. um it was it was the play and this would be the perfect transition it was the play watching live that's the shit that we wanted to see from jimmy graham contested at the goal line rising up getting yes. the ball high point into the bubble poppers here <sighs> and yeah speaking of jimmy we'll start very, with the worst one very very wasn't it the very first play of the game i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. like they had probably been talking about they probably had talked about it all week leading up to it all right we're going to come out and we're going to run four verticals right away Mm -hmm. because they got killed the week before over the middle against whoever they played and we're going to come out and just try to catch them sleeping right away and they did it was wide open he would have he would have taken it to midfield at least it was so it was so perfect like you know he was already turning up and even like the balls he caught later in the game he was like working upfield before he even had it like yeah. you just don't feel comfortable with jimmy graham ever really getting the ball at all it's just it it's amazing that he's consistently still this bad it's it's <laughs> and yeah this is kind of like rogers it's like one of the main and it's like everybody's has the same talking points about jimmy graham the same criticism but it's like and again i'm trying to find ways to defend him but like what does he just he, he just can't anymore? What and does he do well? Especially with this offense, um, 
more so than past years, it seems like if you have a missed opportunity like that, you miss down, it's like, well, shit, I don't feel, I don't know if we're going to convert on third here. Like, a missed play is so much bigger this year than it's felt in years past. Yeah. So, especially when you start the game off to Jimmy, huge pickup, and he just drops Deflating. it. Deflating. It, it deflated the entire, it, it was like MVS, you know, two weeks ago against Chicago. Pretty close to that. Speaking of that, yep. MVS, no, another bubble popper, be it Rodgers threw the ball behind him, it was on that third and super uh, long, but yeah. easily would have been in field goal range yep. after that. Behind him, dropped it. Got to make that play. Again, yes, not a great throw, but it was extremely, extremely catchable. It hit him in both yep. hands right on his hip. And, yeah, I just, like I, I said last week, maybe he just needs to get, you know, these short intermediate routes to get some confidence. And there, At least there was a perfect opportunity. He, yeah, but, I mean, that, w- that was longer than what he's had in the past. But he did have two decent pickups at the end. He did have a catch on the final drive as well. So at least he was yeah. still yeah. I mean, turning along. Seven that targets, that's, that's probably... Oh, Probably it's most of the season. Most in a while, at least. Yeah. Um, sticking with the bubble poppers, Geronimo Allison, that freaking fumble. Uh, and I even, oh we're Kyle and I are watching the game, and Geronimo catches it, and he starts, you know, getting the yards after we're catch. We're both, and, like, bracing. Well, I, sa- I said to you, I said, hold on to the ball. <laughs> hold on to the ball. And then a, it comes out, and he kicks it forward. I was like, you've got to be fucking. Uh, yeah, thank God he was on the sideline, and, yeah, and he kicked out of bounds. But, man, it was just, like. It's so predictable. Like, how? Mm-hmm. How is it so predictable? Exactly. It's, it's sad. It's sad how that fumbles are getting predictable with, yeah. like, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. At least MVS doesn't fumble. You know, Ger- Geronimo and Jimmy, it's like, go down. <laughs> go down. Well, maybe I shouldn't say go down because at the same point, Jimmy had a, uh, a, sc- a little screen he caught. Kumaro was blocking up front. I think Zach Cruz is the one who pointed this out initially. It's blocked up front. Jimmy Graham just runs out of bounds. Like he could have gotten ten more yards, but he just gave up on the play. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this kind of sums up what your game has been yeah. this this year. But into positives, I guess. Uh Aaron Jones. Yes. It's a pretty solid game. Twenty five carries, which I believe is the most in his career. Four carries at least. Holy smokes. Twenty five yeah, carries, a hundred yards, four yards a carry. Uh the two catches for forty seven, which is probably the biggest help for the game he did have the fourth down that one was, as well that was huge that second effort where he was stopped and kind of rolled around and oh yeah for the first that we don't get that i don't know if we're winning this game either but yeah that got to a thousand yards on the season good, thousand good yards on the him. season yeah Devonte, i believe was He's, three yards short yeah. again i think he was close He's to done that, that before. before i think two years ago I th- yeah he had 997 exactly i think three. as well that's yeah. insane but yeah, Aaron Jones made the play of the game on that screen pass to ha- to set up the game winner. Yep. The play of the, like I watched that play so many times when it happened or after the game I should say. And like he he got he slipped out. He like Lucas Patrick like ran into him. Two. Like, he had to keep his balance on that. Yeah. Ran ran up, made another guy miss, made another guy miss and then started stumbling but picked up another like 5-6 yards as he was stumbling. It's and we we've said a lot, but that kind of sums up what the offense has been this season. Where decent play call, the offensive linemen, be it they've played well this year. It, you know, there was just some they both kind of fell. It wasn't the great, the best execution. But Aaron Jones made a guy miss, and it it turned into well, I guess we're going to score points, which <laughs> is what our offense has been. It's like as bad as it's been, we're still putting up enough points week in and week out. Yep, and yeah, that. And without helped, that play, we're, it helped we're on the, the arm punt from Rodgers when there was like a minute 40 left. Yeah. God, that whole series. On that drive, yeah. On that drive, the Lions only took 14 seconds off the clock. Yeah, that was that's huge. Right. Yeah. Cra- crazy. 14. Yeah. That that quick. Uh, Tyler Irvin, I think he shows you here. It's uh, 
great, great gadget player. Such a for a late season pickup, it is pretty unreal how much he's actually helped. One how one rush for ten now? one rush for ten yards. He should have had a catch, but Rogers missed him. But yeah, he had very very involved. I got a good feeling about him. I just feel like something is boiling, and he's gonna know. he's gonna bust something big. I don't know. Playoff the, times. Ho- I got a great feeling. It, he he would be the best wheel route guy. I think that we have. On the roster, I mean, if we could ever hit it, I mean, we Rogers couldn't hit it with Vitaly either. Hey. Uh, this reminded me too. It was very, very weird. If you would have told us two months ago that we would have uh, uh, Tyler Irvin, Jay Sternberger backfield, yeah, very strange. <laughs> that was very yeah, strange. Sternberger lining up at fullback was a treat. Yep. And Dexter Williams actually played this week, and he actually ran the ball twice for nine yards. Heck yeah! And that was about it. Yeah, I, it was a toss and. It was okay. Yeah, I st- look good. We did in the preseason too. I don't know why you can't put that dude in space because he is not, he's probably the slowest running back on the roster. Sticking with that, the offensive line. Um, obviously Brian Balaga and Corey Lindsley went down. Balaga is in the concussion protocol currently, but it seems like he should be good yeah, to go. And that's why this. That's what makes this buy so much better than it. Than yeah, it and really well, is. and Lucas pa- uh, Lucas Patrick, uh, Corey Lindsley, his back is what popped up for him which has apparently been an issue all year so Ooh, that might be a little bit more good. concerning but at the same time i mean this is where goody makes his money right here being able to have lucas patrick who we just resigned time funny yeah very time and jared uh jared valdir yep steps yeah, they, right they, steps they right in, in and played very very well. yeah because and that that front four for the lions is no slouch yeah they, they got some dudes up there um like the the trey followers i was a huge signing in the off season yep. um and yeah they they Stepped in and, and played yeah, as good as you can ask. Just those last couple of guys we mentioned there, Lucas Patrick, not as much, but Val, you know, Valier and Tyler Irvin, you know, in season additions, something Ted Thompson, as much as I love him, would never have done. Our, you know, our tackle right yes, now would be an undrafted so guy who hasn't, who's been on the roster like this That's year. So true. So. And um, sticking with the offensive line, Billy Turner, going back to that, the play of the game, Aaron Jones screen. Mm-hmm. Or no, not Billy Turner, I'm sorry, Elton Jenkins. Wow. If you yeah. look at him, that was that man is a freight train. He, he, uh, you know, he did the fake, or not, whatever, he fake blocked and yep. then ran out. And he is, for a man that large, he is, he can move. And he made the block to, to free up Aaron Jones. Any of those guys, I can't imagine just trying to stand in the way of one of those <laughs> yeah. blocks. We would just Like explode. how fast they move. It's yep. truly amazing. But with that, we will have a quick commercial break. Hello, American football fans. Are you trying to score more clients? Well, now it is time to kick off a new email campaign. At B2B Data Guy, we pass your message to qualified receivers. We'd love to sit down and talk to you about how we can field your goals. We make sure your emails aren't intercepted by spam filters. Your emails won't get flagged for unnecessary sending. There's no market we can't tackle. We've never punted on a customer. We think we're a pretty fair catch. There's no way we won't insert football pun. With our message to the right audience, it's easy to touch down with qualified leads. Visit b2bdataguide.com today. And we are back with the defense. Uh, Bad first half, first quarter, first drive, but they kind of settled down. I think that's been the mo of mike Pettin's defenses for the most part especially last year where it seemed like we would get ran over the first quarter but they'd settle down and this was a good yep. example of that only the three points in the second half which is huge. huge and 20 points overall is pretty solid as well i mean we i can't remember the last time someone scored over 20 points 
it was the Niners. That's what it was. It was mm-hmm. the Niners game. And yeah, ten of their. I kind of hate being this guy, but it, I think it's oh god kind of cool to point out. Sure, ten of their twenty points came on that trick play. Oh well, and they, then they were the moving other, the ball pretty well. Yeah, anyways. yeah. And but I mean, they've been making their money in the red zone though. Like they they're, had they're, the Packers defense. Oh, yes, they're really Dumb. good in the red zone. So. Like yeah, yeah, they've been moving the ball, but I'm confident they still would have held them to three without that trick play. Yeah, but, I don't know. Then, they they were a little sleepy off the get. And then the, their their three before the half that was just embarrassing. That huge run. Yeah, like, you know a run is coming. I don't know how he got loose like that. Yeah, but. we'll get that way. Well, we'll we'll hop into. For, first, let me say this: these were the top performers. Uh, Pro Football Focus is from Jake Morley, who tweeted out. But you could also find these. On the internet, Pro Football Focus. Number one, uh, Zadarius, 90. He was elite. Number two, Kenny Clark. Three, Adrian Amos. Four, Tremont. Five, Shannon Sullivan again with a 73. Yes. 20 players finished with above average grades, which usually usually is not the case. You say 20? Yeah. I don't on know. defense? I, yeah. I don't know how often. The, the, I don't know how the shit, how they calculate all of it. But, I mean, there's been weeks where we still win and we have, like, f- seven guys that Great yeah. positively. So who? Sorry, who was number one? Zadarius. Yeah, it was yeah, Zadarius yeah, who didn't yeah. really show up on the stat sheet all that much, but he did have a couple pressures. I mean, he just he just lives two yards. It's you know, like the the bigger the moment, the better he plays. Because I know on one of their last drives, on like a third and five, yep. I think he was in the backfield as soon as the ball was snapped, well, and it forced a quick decision, a bad throw, and we got the ball. If it wasn't him, I think he might have been the guy who set up. Shit, we'll we'll start. Uh, we'll we'll skip past Zedarius. Uh Blake Martinez, what an, what an Blake. odd game. Well, his first half was not good. He, you, hey, he deserves some some praise. Absolutely, I but need to hear it from you. We'll we'll get to it. We'll start with the bad. I don't know what it is. Not not a X's and O football guy, but God, it seems like sometimes he just loves running into the guard that's blocking in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's kind of what happened with that long run that you were getting yeah, to. Yeah, he's just kind of like. But it wasn't his fault because his job might be to eat up that block, but Darnell Savage is the one who took a terrible angle, mm. and he had a couple. Something that we haven't noticed as much, I think sometimes those fast missed tackles, you don't realize who it is, but his tackling has been suspect a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, Blake as well, but we'll stick with the positives now. He obviously had that sack. It had to be the best back-to-back plays of his career where I don't know who it was on but the But again, edge. it was Zedarius. Yep, who... Zedari- so it was Zedarius who set it up. Blake just comes right through, runs through the running back, takes down the quarterback, next play, caveman, uh, very cave, next caveman, play. caveman interception return. Yeah. Like he, oh, my God, that was <laughs> The way he was running with it, it was like, I have the football. <laughs> he was just jogging like, <laughs> yeah. all right, just warming up for a football game. I've never. It's like he had never held a football in it. Like the one hand, <laughs> yeah. he's just a muscular guy. So funny. Yeah, just oh. a block, a blockhead. But back to that sack, it was kind of funny because, yeah, Zedarius came screaming off the edge. Yep. Weird. And – he got a hand on him, and it was funny. Like David Blau, like felt the hand and just like totally yeah. froze. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah. And then it took like another half second to a second for Blake to get there. So he kind of just like stood there, yes. frozen for a well, solid second. And then Blake. Well, came there was and a couple it. plays. Like, he got that one off that he. Uh, I don't remember the. It wasn't incompletion, but he was starting to fall down. But he was getting tackled, and as he was getting tackled, he kind of gave up on the play, and then he was like, oh, wait a minute, I can still throw it. And yeah. he got off the incompletion. Yeah, that, that, was, that, a, was, a that was a decent play. S- insane throw. Like, I, he put it right where only the receiver could get it. But it was I, incomplete. Yeah, it was incomplete, yeah. but it was a sick throw. Yeah, but 
the pressure pressure is what forced it. Zadarius had a solid game. Preston Smith again. I don't know uh, exactly how great of a game he had, but it's the third time this season on third down, be uh, it on third and second, we stopped it. Third time this season, he's jumped third and less than five, and yeah, I don't want to have that Chiefs, that Chiefs situation from last year. Who was it? Who D Ford? D Ford. Oh my God! Would really hate for that to happen. And sec- hey, second game in a row where Kyle Fackerel had a holding call against him. Yeah, <laughs> the guy is just a holding magnet. Yeah, yeah. He's so ferocious that offensive linemen are just they, they have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can't stop uh, Kyle Fackerel. I yeah, always go back and forth. I'm like, is it Kyler? Kyle Fackerel? Fackerel? Yeah, yeah. Because there's don't so know many where to put R's the R's and L's yeah. and. <laughs> yeah. But it's it is that is weird that like he's drawn this many holding penalties and it seems like he's been Zedarius or Preston too. never really never really get any. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like he's been getting more snaps as late, of late too. Like on third down, I remember seeing like it's been or this past week it was Zadarius Preston and Fackrell instead of Gary. But I can't remember Gary doing a hell of a lot in this game either. But keeping it with moving to the secondary now, we talked about Savage taking the bad angle. I'm not sure how else he did in the game. Um, we talked about it a bit before too that touchdown catch by Blau. Mm. It looked like Kevin King was the guy out of position, but after the game, I think Amos. Amos said that they were in man or some deal that they just had the right call at the right time because they had no one who was going yeah, to cover the yeah. quarterback. And that's, yeah, I, I mean, that's, how do you, I it's, mean, now I imagine they game plan for something like that because that's twice now that it's mm-hmm. been open because yeah, against they Minnesota, just, they just. <laughs> wasn't very tough to figure that out yeah. the week so, before. So now it's officially officially a heel that is something they will need to to have a plan for. for yeah it reminds me of like aj hawk and uh never mind I'm not even gonna say that <laughs> jair though he had a sneaky that's what i was gonna great, talk about last great next. great bad play it bad, was the, a bad great play the, what do you call it the best pass interference you could of all have. yes exactly I mean, on top of it which i didn't realize um jim orsarski for packers news said this that is uh his first defensive pass interference all year god well because didn't didn't don't they have like as a team only like three? They don't have very much, which the you know Viking fans and all the yeah, fans they, love. They, they love won't those let stats. us not yeah. know that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, solid solid play. He had an okay game. We're lucky that uh, Galladay got hurt when Jay yeah, was you covered. Hate injuries, but that was uh, yeah. We yeah, he it, was on pace for an. I mean, he. I think he still had a big day even with the injury. Yeah, but. I mean, he he had a well the big play. He had a couple big plays, but yeah, it's. I don't know, but at, le- at least there wasn't the huge, especially in the second half. They had the big chunks in the first half, second half, that all kind of went to naught. Yep. But more than anything, the defense stepped up when we needed it to. Not just the three points in the As second always. half, but like you said, the 14-second drive, the last drive that the Lions yeah. had. Three, yeah, three straight incompletions and got the ball back and went and won the game. Yeah. I just... And people like, oh God, you wouldn't believe. You would think this is a bottom four team in mm-hmm. the league, because like everyone, how did they win thirteen games? And it's like with a defense like this, when they play in big moments like that, like I just less, they're possible of anything. Less and less worried about the defense. Like we've said all all year, you know, r- r- the offense inefficiencies has made us look away from how great the defense is performing. Right, and sticking with that. Um, performing Prater it just he, he, I don't think he's ever missed a kick against us and he had the touchdown pass last year at Lambeau that dude just doesn't miss yeah with the whole game never has when they got the ball back 
when we had that 14, you know, fourth of the 14th second drive. Mm-hmm. They had those last two drives. I'm like, sh- I, if they get to midfield and they did at one point or close to it, I would not feel good because they know Prater's not going to miss. Thank God it never got to Cause that. Because that, oh, my God, that 56-yarder that he banged, mm-hmm. that hit the middle of the net. So that would have been good from, like, 70. Yeah, he's a beast. He's, he's been he's been adding more um, barbed wire tattoos on his arms, too, it seems like. <laughs> I could have swore it was only, like, one or two before, and now he's got, like, three. Hey, he's. I'm sure he's a well one of the best-paid kickers in the league. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, special teams, we kind of touched on it there with Prater. Irvin, once again, I mean, he's just... I don't want to say special, but he's he's got that twitch to him that we just haven't had in it's the past. It's just a it, spark that he's created. That yeah, he just if again, I <laughs> I got a great feeling something something's boiling up with him, and I, it's gonna it's gonna burst. I soon. almost don't even want to talk about him on returns because I don't want to hype it up and then have something bad happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe we'll just stop talking about it unless he has the huge plays here on out. Uh, J.K. Scott, solid solid game overall. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I just it's always like if you don't. If you don't think, if or if, yeah, if you don't find yourself thinking about J.K. Scott, it's a good game, you know. Exactly, and it it'll be interesting to see, you know, the divisional game outdoors at Lambeau. That'll be a huge, huge, huge. I mean, that's that's going to be the J.K. Scott game where we've been talking about it for two years. Can he kick outdoors? Can he kick outdoors? Mm-hmm. Can he kick when it matters? Well, outside Lambeau divisional round of the playoffs, that is the test for him. Yep. Uh, and obviously, we can't talk about this game if we don't talk about Mason Crosby, who we talked about. Briefly talked about, talked about, talked about ice water. Yeah, in his veins. When it matters, when it matters, he yes. did miss the fifty yarder. But yeah, yes. for it's one of those things again with the the team of D. I don't want to use the word, even though you said it last I week. Did. Don't, don't want to say it anymore. Maybe okay. maybe when we get there. Sure. But you know, we beat we. He had the zero and five game last year, and he kicks the game winners at Lambeau against the Lions and in Detroit against the Lions. It just that's the kind of shit that you look back on and be like. Yeah, this is we had something going. Expelled here. some demons. Yes, yes. but um, yeah, with, hell of a day from Mace. Yeah, hell, hell of a hell of a day from the defense and special teams overall. Yes. They've been getting better week in week out. Josh Jackson too. He's a guy who keeps keeps showing up as a gunner, which mm-hmm. is nice after. The, yeah, no defensive snaps though. I don't think. Oh yeah, well Sol- Sullivan's been for as much as we talked about all the other free agents, Sullivan's been a huge, huge pickup. Yeah, this that's another is, thing I wanted to touch on. Um, well, his play has allowed us to cut allowed us to cut Tony Brown, and it'll make yep. it a lot easier if Tremont decides to retire this offseason, yeah. too. And because, um, well, you said, speaking of Tony Brown, I don't think we've made a corresponding roster. No, we're yet. still at so 52. I'm thinking Ray Ray Green might be... Might be maybe back. they, but I haven't heard much from him. They they did ask him about it a couple of weeks ago when he started practicing because you have that three week window and Lafleur was kind of said I wouldn't look into it too much and I don't think that's coach talk trying to you know turn someone else mm-hmm. off of him coming back. But I don't know if he's actually gonna be back. It might just be you know get but, those practice reps. For yeah, a but the guy. fact that they haven't made a roster move yet kind of kind of leads me to believe. And I don't know. We'll see. I like him and Ibrahim kind of have the same role but right. again you can never 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 have enough depth at that position and he played so well in week one well like we kind of touched on, i still feel good because we do have like josh jackson and even if holman had to go in holman the fifth rounder Se- uh, Kadir, i think it was a six or seven kadir kadir holman kadir holman Kadar. that's it kadar texas a&m right no he's from i think he was from like some 
really small school. A&M or Oklahoma State guy. It's it's something no, it's something down it's, south. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, here is another quick commercial break. Are your current sales leads bad and trash? Well, worry no more because you have found B2B Data Guide. I will give you the best leads you have ever seen. You thought your previous leads were good? Those leads belong to the trash man. Do you want to be a trash man? I have leads for doctors, teachers, bartenders, zookeepers, adult film producers, anything you need, I got it. I have so many leads, I don't know what to do with them. You'll never find quality leads at this price ever again. I will bet my pristine reputation on this. I've had women flock to me asking me about these leads. Don't you want these leads? Contact me now, immediately, today, immediately for these leads. These are my leads. Contact me today. Visit b2bdataguide.com today. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. It's fake, phony, fake. All right, take news for the week. Um, Oh, and what we were just talking about, uh, he went to Toledo. Right, Kyle? Yes. Jeez. Hello. Hold my on. my <laughs> friend is at the uh the Rose Bowl that's kicking off in uh-huh. two and a half hours and he's on a fan bus with Joe Thomas. <laughs> oh really? So I'm like, get a selfie, coward, and he's like, <laughs> act like you've been there before. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, Damn not, it, wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Touche. Not wrong. But uh take news for the week. We kinda talked about it before as well. Going to read off a couple tweets here. It's been the name of the game for the Packers this week on all the radio shows. Matt Schneidman, this sums it up the best. I don't think it's over an overreaction to say the second half of this season might lead Brian Gutenkunst to draft a QB in the first round. He followed up by saying, I'm not saying he should do this. I'd wait until day two of the upcoming draft, but in the second half of this season, uh, it has to have his mind looking forward to the future sooner rather than later. Zach Cruz tweeted during the game, 12 is unrecognizable unre- right now. Aaron Nagler tweeted, Gutenkunst drafting a QB in April. Book it. So what do you think? How would you approach I Aaron Rodgers? I think round right one is a bit of a stretch because I think this is a pretty top-heavy quarterback class. I'm not even sure. I know Tua's hurt. Like, they talked about him falling because of the injury, but I don't think that happens. Obviously, Burrow's going one, Yep. so he's gone. And then, yeah, Tua hasn't even declared yet. Yep. And, I mean, who else is that? Herbert from Oregon? Couldn't tell you. I, yeah, I don't know. I, round one, I think, is probably not realistic. But, but, but we'll, be back, we'll be back half, and they always say that that's where you want to take a quarterback as well because you're, you know, back half of the first, but you get that fifth-year option you can do. And that's why a lot of teams try to trade up at the back end of the first round so that they can have that option and take a quarterback for that cheap deal for yeah. longer if they do stick with it. I just like the Packers have conditioned me and I'm sure I'm not alone to just not to no longer care at all about draft like mock drafts and like who are we going right. to take because it, it it's so they're so good at like okay when they're on the clock okay there's these players that I'd want and then they just someone out of left field They've done that so much oh. that I just I no longer like get hyped. I just wait for the day to come, and when they get drafted, I'm excited for right. whoever when, it is. When we took Gary last year, I didn't. It know. was so out of left field, and I yeah. remember like um, I think the only one that like I kind of called, well, not really called, but like was expecting was maybe Haha, and that was sure. In yeah, 14. Haha. I um, 
God, what's his first name? Jones. Why can't I think of it right now? Josh Jones. No, <laughs> no. I thought he was going to be good. No, the first rounder, outside linebacker. The tone. Daytone. The tone said it. Yeah, he was <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh, brutal. He's he's weird on Twitter too. God, we're way off the rails. He go <laughs> he gets on Rob Domofsky all the time because Rob called him like a first round bust. He's like, I'm not a bust. I I could play. He's like, I played over you know everyone else on the team. He's like, yeah, well, it was kind of by default. <laughs> it was undrafted guys. It was you know fat girls and yeah those types. Because he guys. that was what 2013. I don't he's know. not even in the league anymore. He was he was last year though. I mean he he's bit he played for the Cowboys for a while and he kind of tore it up for the Jags in the preseason this year, but never stuck. So. Yeah, I don't know. Those guys are well. It's like J. Ron Elliott, who we had for the longest time. I mean, he AFL le- legend, AFL legend, or AAF, AAF, AAF legend. He had the one game. I think it was against the Rams in the preseason where we where he had a sack three plays in a row, which was. <laughs> Unreal, wow. unreal. I've but, never seen that before. But yeah, right back to what we're still talking about right now. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fun. It's it's tough because um, they actually happened to talk about it on Blue Fifty Eight today's episode of Blue Fifty Eight as well, which I would recommend to anyone if you love Packers content. Mm. Always very smart, and he was talking about how, and obviously we're conditioned, like you kind of talked about the draft and develop. Rodgers, we obviously drafted when we didn't need to, but he developed it behind Brett Favre, blah blah blah, and. Uh, they were saying he was saying on there too that the league and we should probably move away from that as well because of one the contract thing, and two you still don't know if if the player is going to be any good. So I I have no idea how to approach the quarterback position overall because I don't think you don't really find decent guys after the first round yeah. for the most part. But at the same time, we're such a solid team right now. It is like it was when we took Rodgers before. You know, we want that that player that builds the team but if we're taking a quarterback you're not doing that but long term it's probably the right thing to do yeah i uh, i i wouldn't uh, using a pick on a quarterback within the first two days of the draft i would not be thrilled about yep but 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 then you're back to brett hunley you know yeah back to that shit right but i just i think and this is this is somewhat related but i saw a tweet where Matt Ryan said they were talking about in in his first year with Kyle Shanahan in mm-hmm. Atlanta, he 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 played well. He wasn't great, right? But he he it, said after the year, he's like, I can't I can't wait to to know this offense like the back of my hand because you know it's 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 there it's it's a there, great there's so playbook. Many, it, it's very it's not convoluted, but there's so many different options. There's a lot of creativity yeah. with this offense, and then that following year when he. Yes, you know, got the offense down and knew it, you know, MVP. through and through MVP year. So, yep. and I think, uh, obviously, I'm a dumb fan. I'm going to hope and sort of expect that same sort of leap with Rodgers. Yeah, it's and you you're kind of getting on it there as well. Where Jason Wildy early in the in the week, he they were talking about it as well. He said, um, you know, Brett Favre at towards the end of his career, he had this kind of lull as well. And when Mike McCarthy came to town, you know, it brought him. People were asking these same questions about far mm. five years before he was done. Sure. So maybe that's it. At the same time, you know, it's a lot of it. It seems it's Rogers' own deal, where it's like, dude, you just gotta. It's it's the stupid fundamental crap. But it very very well could happen. But it's it's one of those things with me as a fan going into the season. It's like, well, I don't want to draft a quarterback and make that be the reason why we move on from Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's like, right. well, we have these two options. We're going to go with the young guy. 
didn't really want that to happen, but now it's like shit. Maybe, maybe that isn't the worst case scenario. Yeah, and and it's like I think, I mean, he just inked that extension yep. last year. Yep. So I think taking a quarterback here, like his rookie contract would like coincide with his con- extension. Yep. And I think that's something that needs to be. It's it's a good in. point, but it's one of those things too. Like say Tua dropped and we we drafted him. It's like he's. Players like that aren't going to want to sit around for four years. Exactly. So it, it's it's tough. It's tough. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's it'll be very interesting in April, especially having a back end pick as opposed to where we were before. Right. But I think we, the highest now is like twenty sixth. They can they can draft. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's 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 always something with the quarterback when it, quarterbacks when it comes to April because I mean even the last few years, well it was Kaiser before that and it was um who's who's the guy for the Broncos who had the viral video. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Cause yeah, he was polarizing too, yeah. Goody, Goody loved him as well. But uh, with that, we will move on to, is Kyle an idiot? Ooh. I'm not an idiot. Okay. You sure? Yes. All right, here we go. Trivia. Is Kyle an idiot? You just heard the drop, and you heard the name for the third time now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Kyle an idiot? You had your first... Winning week last week. Let's see if you can continue that. Heck yeah. Sticking with the Lions. Hopefully Ooh. this is an easy question for you. It should be because you have been given the answer throughout the season. I hate it already. Name both players that Nadabakan Sue stepped or stomped on on the Green Bay Packers. TJ Lang? No. No, he came to... No, hold on. All right, mm. cut this. Cut this. Restart. We're, restart. We are restart. not Ask cutting the question it. Again. We're not cutting and, it. And all right, Kyle's an idiot. Let's uh, let's start it from the top. Offensive offensive lineman, Josh Shitton. No, Josh Shitton. <laughs> um, one of uh, the center was out, and this guy replaced him. You know what it is? Evan Dietrich Smith. Yep. And, and, and who was the other player that got stepped on? I don't think he's on the team anymore, is he? Wrong. His name is Aaron Rodgers. These were the two plays. Evan Dedrick Smith is one that got stomped on. With Rodgers, he was on the ground, and Sue, he w- I, uh, I think he might have got, he might have even gotten suspended or fined, but he was stepping back, and you could tell he oh, looked back, yeah, 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 kind of yeah. gave it a half touch, and then he saw it again, and then he went back and kind of like yeah. just dug his heel right into Rodgers' arm. So, yeah. all right. Slow start. Damn it. I guess that's a little older, but I thought you would have got EDS. Okay, here we go. Back to 2010, Super Bowl year. Who was the rookie running back on that team? Huge game against the Niners during the regular season. Not huge. Decent game against the Niners regular season. Big game against the Eagles in the postseason. He was a running back for a while. Wasn't always the starter. I mean, it has to be. If it's not... Um, I don't know then. Yep. It has to be James Starks. Yep. God. James Starks. First he was a rookie that year? Yep. Rookie wow. that year. He was kind of the first uh, Aaron Jones, at least in my eyes, where the first game he actually played, he had 18 carries for 73 yards, which was huge for the Packers. That was back when we never, yeah. never ran the game. We had that stretch. I tweeted from the account. From like, like him like last to week. Amon Green, it was just like 
a wasteland. Well, we had like three years where we literally did not have a hundred yard rusher. So then, <laughs> yeah, so I, this I guy shows that. up and has seventy three. Was like, what are we doing? We need to keep playing him. Mike didn't play him the last few games after that Niners game, and then against the Eagles, he had yeah, a huge, didn't it huge get game. to like seventy or eighty games straight without a hundred yard rusher? Or something it was, like it, that? I think it was sixty something. Yeah. It was terrible. God, he, oh man, did he hate running between the guards and tackles? Bounce at, everything at the outside. end at the end of his career. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. sure. At the sure, beginning, at the I loved him because he was kind of a upright, taller running back too, where he would fall forward always. Yeah, like God, two more I, yards. Oh it man. Like. I miss James Stark. Yeah, he was, he was fun. fun. Yeah, out of Buffalo. All right, one and one. This is a tough question, but you should be able to at least have a decent guess. Mm. Al Harris, one of my Matt favorite, Hasselbeck. One of my yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite players of all time. Give me one team he played for before or after the Packers, or a team that he coached for. He coached for a team last year. Chiefs. Very good. Yes. Yes. He. I thought he was drafted by the Packers. Nope. He. Well, what was he with the Chiefs? Uh, I would. I mean, I would guess like a DB coach. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. He was a coach. I don't know if you were saying player or not. Oh no. Yeah. yeah I know he, he coached Kansas. He he started for the Bucks. Then he played for the Eagles for a couple of years. Then he played with the Packers. I, I mean, felt bad. I think it was the Super Bowl year. He was on the pup list, and we cut him. Ooh. Towards the end of the season, he did get. Uh, he's I was quote unquote Super Bowl he's ring. Still got a ring. That's good. But then he got picked up by the Dolphins. Played for them the rest of the year, and then the next year, I think it was the next year, the year after, he was with the Rams. Where if you remember, Jordy had a huge like eighty yard touchdown at Lambeau that game, and just ran past. Oh Harris. yeah, I actually just came so, across a, a Jordy <laughs> highlight video because it was like a decade, yep. decade like, and oh man, Jordy. But yep. um, yeah, I. Uh, I didn't. I thought for some reason I thought he was drafted by the Packers, but he must have nope. came into the league, what oh five something then? like that. It, yeah. it was probably even earlier because, like we've talked about before, him and McKenzie being the corner duo oh, of the Dreadlocks was he was fun too. But yeah, hey, yeah. Well, you should be more excited because you're two and one on. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I'm just pissed about that first one. Yeah, that was ugly. Uh, you, at least, at least you got the other two. That is impressive. So now, stump right. Spenny. I know you're not going to get this one, and I'm super excited. Yeah, about I might have answered too quick last week, but I, I'm always um, going to, for tackles, I'm always going to guess H.G. Where Hawk. was it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, stump the Spenny. Um, who is. Oh, you're definitely not. If you get this, I'm going to be mad. No. Who is the Packers' all time interception leader? Oh, damn it. I y- can give you. Yeah, give, give a me. Decade if you want. I was I was gonna ask for okay, give me decade. <laughs> the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give uh give me initials. Um I don't know if I'm comfortable doing I don't that. think I'm gonna get it. Okay. B D. It's mm. not Brockings. God damn it. I don't know. Don't have a guess? No. Nope. I guess, yeah. If you don't have a guess, you definitely don't have a guess. Bobby Dillon. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Dillon? Yeah. That is that is a very what a that's like a creative player name. Yeah. And you wouldn't even really believe yeah, it. Like, Bo- like the imported or like a like the draft class in Madden games. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Dillon. Two first names. Five he, star. He lead he still leads the team in picks. Yeah, fifty two. Damn. Oh, fifty two is a lot. Quarterbacks were terrible back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out. Uh, there was no F- film, so they didn't know who the best corner was. Don't worry. Shout out uh, NFL top one hundred, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. But <laughs> all right. So I'm one. Sh- I'm so I'm one and three on the year. One, You're one and two. 
Yeah, one one and two, one out of three. Yeah, you got the Lindy and then, yeah. And then I missed last Lindy. week. But with that, this. we will move on to our next segment. All right, Dumb Packer Fan of the Week. Here it is. It's the segment. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, so with Rodgers playing not so good this year, um, th- these kind of cut him. These well, these complaints were on the back burner for most of the year. No, you don't even. It it's worse than that. <laughs> Here we go. This Bench was him. this was from uh, Aaron Rodgers press conference link on Facebook from the Packers. Here is one comment from Jennifer. Hashtag dump Danica. You play, <laughs> you play much better when oh single. Just saying, oh go pack go. Blaine replies, stupid remark. You want him to be a monk? He deserves a <laughs> life. So once when I get, get to the second comment here and a guy is saying, do you want him to be a monk? I'm like, okay, this is great. <laughs> these, this are is just, these are just odd people who don't know how to really <laughs> make fun of each other. <laughs> Jennifer replies, no, I'm just saying when he's in a relationship, his mind isn't in the game. Then again, she says, I... <laughs> I forgot about this part. I used to date a basketball player in college. Oh my! Oh love, love these takes. It's like the guy, the guys on Twitter that say, "Oh no, the guard was supposed to pull." I played, I played guard. I was a in- three-year starter in high school. Yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that same shit. So I used to date a basketball player in college. <laughs> on games, on game days, we didn't talk. We didn't see each other. He had to get in game mode. Maybe Aaron needs to try something different. Wow, great. Great point. His second MVP, he was dating Olivia Munn. But hey, we'll hey we'll get to making fun of these idiots. Proceed. But yes, <laughs> uh, Jane replied, "You're a fool. Need a little attention, princess." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so funny too. Like feisty calling someone princess is hilarious. And then Jennifer replied, "This is the end of the conversation." I'm sorry. Do what? <laughs> Perfect. This did I stutter? That is Packers Facebook oh, kind of summed great. up right there. Oh, princess, that is so. But yeah, it's. And there was another tweet as well. Someone tweeted Nagler saying his prime was when he was single and his game hasn't been the same since he really started dating. Why? And I'm not talking about right now. Nagler, Why are people so obsessed with that? Nagler quotes and says he won an MVP while dating Olivia Munn. Boom. And this has always been a dumb, the dumbest narrative, which is true. On top of that, it's like people, you know, dating, whatever. Who cares about dating? Have we forgotten how uh, Diana Favre was like, a huge face for the Green Bay Packers. Yes, when Favre was around, obviously they had. I remember the whole, that Oakland game. The Oakland, after his dad obviously, you always saw her, and it was they did have the breast cancer foundation, yes. which yes. they did raise a lot of money, and obviously that's that's great. Danica hasn't done anything like that yet, but it's like why? It always turns into, and it has been because you know it's been a few games kind of stacking on each other. Now it's like, well, what could it be? What could it be? The girlfriend. Seriously, what kind of like? What, what, what issues do you, do you have to have going on in your life to like to your favorite football team like they the quarterback's not playing well and you blame it on like his personal dating life like what stupid kind of, it's anyone anyone who goes into pers- mental health problems yes they're wow. professionals they're professionals but you want to it's it's like people think that everything that they do has to be football you can't see it's, any yeah, off the that field is, stuff it's it's the Dumb. worst thing about fans yeah oh that just it boils my blood but it this works great because um this past week danica put out an interview with aaron Rodgers on her podcast mm. the pretty intense podcast and i thought i would drop a couple quotes you've listened to part of it i, I yeah i got like 20 20 minutes left or something i've it's listened really good i've listened to the whole thing it's interesting because like i said to you it's i do like danica patrick and she is great in the interviews but in this one i mean there were actual questions that were like 
How are you so smart? Yeah, like there, it's like it's like a weird, like conventionally unconventional question. Like, like you would think. I don't. Yeah, like I really liked the question she asked. Uh, unprofessional has a bad connotation around it, but it is kind of like that. But here, here are a couple quotes from it. He, Rogers talked about how Manny, the reserve practice squad quarterback, he put this quote up on the wall of Rogers in the QB room. Speak shit to life. Yes. So that's a Rogers quote, which I love. Uh, Danica asked him if on what does he think during his like big plays or his bad plays, and he said for the big plays, he's like, yeah, sometimes I do stuff, and I'm like. That was pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like he, he dropped the hard that. F. Yeah. He said it on the podcast. It was awesome. Ooh. Ooh. She asked, what do you do if you don't play well? And Roger said, just drink. Get hammered. <laughs> like, like, he actually, these are <laughs> but real. But he kind of said it with some, like, well, sarcasm. But, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, but there was a cu- couple other things like that. He also said that a uh, few people know he's cut out dairy the last few years. Mm-hmm. And if you look at some of his pictures too, he's making fun of himself because he said early on his face was so much fatter yeah. than he it said is he's, now. And he said he's got a really bad sweet tooth. So me and Rogers are basically the same person. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, you have to be. Me too, because I'm a great quarterback. Like football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm surprised you didn't bring up any of the quotes about uh, like his his clutch moments, like he how he was talking about that, where he's like, you kind of you you do it, and then after you've done it a few times, you expect it. And he was talking about how I guess in those high out. pressure, like crazy moments is when he's like most calm. It was, ooh, I got he has just talking about that, it. That along with the uh, the Justin Vernon, Justin Vernon, Justin Vernon from Bon Iver interview from a couple of weeks ago as well. He is, Rogers has turned into like, I just imagine he's like doing yoga. He was, yeah, yeah. Football. That was the other thing I was going to say. Zen that, master. That, that whole interview, he was so damn relaxed and like just talking so softly. It yes. was, it was really cool. He's brought up vibe and energy a yeah. ton this year, and I'm like, man, this guy, like, he must be just lighting candles or <laughs> yeah, incense and just, stuff and just hanging out. But I don't, I don't know, I don't have any. Yeah, highly recommend. That was it. Was a good interview. Was it? Because yeah, you don't get the like the typical you know sports questions. It was, it was a dive into you know a it, lot of his personality. And yeah, stuff. like I said, it's it's different. It's worth the listen just because you're getting a different Rogers too. I mean, he's talking to his girlfriend. He's not talking, you know, he's not right. He's, you know, someone, he's comfortable. So he's relaxed. A little and like, different. And you you laughed at the question of just like, how are you such a genius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was like the first question. I was like, God, is the whole thing going to be like this? How are you so hot? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. But then like, yeah, it's kind of like a weird question. Like, how are you so genius? But then hearing him like actually answer it it was just like oh that makes sense yeah i want to move on but you're right i did like this stuff too how he says he's always testing himself like how he he'll use he'll tie his shoes a different way or he'll do stuff with his opposite hand i'm like shit i haven't thought about to that, like that challenge yeah, yeah yeah to challenge himself and like to make sure because he's worried about because he's had a few concussions mm-hmm. of, like post football like, for sure and that's why he he talked about how he loved doing like Cross or not crosswords. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, probably. Yeah, and like uh, Sudoku Bronze. and um. Oh no! Yeah, it is. It is crossword. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Oh okay. Oh oh yeah. Good little bit there. Okay. F you. If you. F. Oh F F me. Okay. Uh, but that is it for Dump Packer Fan of the Week. All right, and we are back with a preview of, not the Packers. Which is great. Um. I know you're excited for just to watch football this week and not have to. So oh, just four quality NFL matchups, win or go home, 
and the Packers aren't involved yet. They're still in the tournament. Oh, it's going to be glorious, stress free. Well, what what's the Andy Herman tweet that you uh, mentioned to me earlier? Yeah, <laughs> you. I know you. I know you hate this yeah. type of dumb well, shit. Well, it's but it's like okay. when when the Packers take the field on s- next Sunday night, they will be one of five remaining. A week teams. from Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday night. That's what I said. Ne- I? Next Sunday. I don't know. Sorry. Ne- next Sunday. I assume this Sunday. No. Would this next <laughs> next Sunday is not this Sunday. Next Sunday is I don't know. Where's not where's hard sometimes. Sunday, I can be an idiot sometimes. When too. they take the field next Sunday night, January twelfth. Yep. Just so we're clear on which Sunday I'm referring to. Five forty Fox. By the way, guys. Yeah. Um, the Packers will be one of five remaining teams in the playoffs, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun it's a fun way to hack the numbers yeah. for the last team to play before. But yeah, it it is pretty cool because I was it's cool that we're we're going to be one of the last eight teams in the league. Yep, that's that's sweet. But last five, like I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but um, looking at this this weekend, we're just going to touch on it briefly. The Vikings are playing the Saints in in New Orleans. The Saints are favored by eight eight point dogs, and <sighs> Seattle is going to Philadelphia, where Seattle is favored by one. And a half now. I'm sure you saw that like drama with well, not really drama, but with Zimmer, where he's like, nobody's nobody's counting us out. They're not in the. We're not yeah. even in the. Which is pretty disrespectful. I, I would guess. actually be kind like it's a dumb thing to get mad about, but I would be a little peeved if I was a fan. Like, there's not a single flash I've, of a purple jersey. Yeah, I've heard people bring up points where it's like they they'd get it, but it's like you have the Titans in there, but not. Yeah. A, well, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, there's like a there's a one minute. You know, obviously they do this every year. One minute hype video for that the, the NFL playoffs, put like, out. It's time. And the Vikings, well, and the Eagles are not Vikings shown Eagles, yep. at all, which yeah. is kind of bizarre. But either way, I mean, I've got the Saints winning, and I've got Seattle winning. I think that's what most people. I mean, they are the favorites, but the Vikings. There's no way I'd be shocked if Kirk Cousins can put together any type of performance in the Superdome against the Saints, who I assume are going to come out hot. There's the Viking secondary has been suspect all year, and that's where the Saints are going to attack them for the most part. Yep, and they got to avenge the the Minneapolis miracle. Right, yeah, that's right. So I assume you're in the same boat for that. You got the Saints winning. Well, here's my thing. The more more people write off the Vikes and just think, just because this league makes no sense ever. Like, the Miami Dolphins went into Foxborough and won last week. When all the Patriots had to do was win and get a bye. And I just, the more people write off the Vikes, the more I think their chances are better. But it makes no sense. Kirk Cousins. That's why it's it Kirk makes Cousins. sense. Week, well, week 17 last year, thing. they played the Bears in Minnesota for a playoff spot. The yeah. Bears were playing for nothing, and they still couldn't beat them. Fair. I, he's not going to beat another the Saints in the Superdome. I think if this game was at, like, 6 or 7 p.m., I would... I would like because the lights are bright. I don't Kirk know. Cousins, but like the it's fact still that the it's only at game. noon, it's the only game on. It's still the True, only game. True, but like the fact Prime that time. it's at noon, he doesn't have all day to sit and overthink and and realize how ungood he is. He just gets to wake up and play. And I don't know. I just got a weird feeling that, um, and like my brother said, I think there's two possible outcomes to this game, and I and I agree with him. Either the Saints blow him out or the Vikes went out right. <laughs> I think those are the only two outcomes. I don't know. I don't know about that. So. So to sum that up, I think the Saints are going to win handily. Kyle thinks it's going to be weird. A blowout or a Vikes win. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Seattle and Philadelphia. I've got Seattle. Um, Philly's a team. I would rather <laughs> I would rather play the Vikings than Philadelphia. Mm. I don't even know. Philly, Philly's got this weird thing about them. They beat us earlier in the year, and I feel like they're like a smash mouth. 
team that kind of they're they just have, they're a tougher they're not a finesse team. They they got like you playing wide receiver though. I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're sneaky good. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, say, I don't. Yeah, I, I have one, Seattle winning that. One and a half uh, point dogs at home is is kind of wild, but it makes sense because well, Seattle's not the healthiest team either though. No, so they're not. I don't know. But yeah, it's it'll be interesting. I still think we'll see the Saints in the divisional round. So of the of the. Th- of our three possible opponents, Saints, Seahawks, Philly, who would you prefer the most? Honestly, it, I go back and forth because the Saints are the best of that bunch, but it's just it's ingrained in my head that Drew Brees isn't good outside for one or, you know, away from the Superdome. I think Lambeau, especially if it's cold, would be really tough for them to play. I mean, mm-hmm. they're in freaking Louisiana so far south. Yep. I don't think they play outside all that often anyways. Be it they, I guess they did play Carolina pretty well last week in Carolina. Yep. But... I don't know. Vikings for sure. I don't care. I play. I not scared well, of them at all. Well, they're out of it. We're not going to play them unless it would be way later on. NFC in championship. championship game. Yeah. But yeah. See, still, I feel they're all pretty close for me because the Saints are the best team. The Eagles are sneaky, I think, and the Seahawks are the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Yep. I don't know. It's tough. Yep. And yeah, the the beauty of it is knowing the only possible road game would be in San Fran. Yeah. Which I that is I, nice. it makes it's which, kind of a peace the, of mind. Thing. The weather shouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. It, you know, we should have some type of air, whatever. But yeah. yeah. So that kind of ends the episode for the week. Um so the normal send off here. If you can leave a five star review, that'd be cool. Not a big deal. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, whatever. <laughs> um we did, however, launch our website Ooh. finally it's very very high tech yeah shout out to b2b data guy for making it he is a real person <laughs> um but yeah you can visit pmppod.com heck yeah it, and a bunch you, of like latin yeah stuff on there no no it's it's different now it's an oh, actual okay. website nice. but yeah so if you if you don't listen on itunes or spotify just go to our, our website and listen to it and don't let those other pages get the page views heck I don't yeah know, i don't know what we're gonna do with them but uh, along along with that, next week's episode is going to be the bi-week bonanza part de, which we Why mentioned. Did, that's the second on. time you said it like that. Yeah, I I remember like VH1 growing up. It was like uh, I love the '80s, I love the '70s, and it'd be part de. I don't really know what it means. I thought I thought that was like a Homer Simpson thing. It could be. We could roll with that. But dos, but dos. Next week, next week's episode, I think, is going to be a big one. I'm gonna promote it this way if you guys can maybe share that episode that would be cool that'd be super cool super cool i know it's really 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 lame to ask super cool or even like if you could retweet from the account the episode i think it's going to be a good one because we're going to break down as we said it is new year's today and maybe we're a little late on it but it doesn't work well with actually breaking down the games for the previous episodes but since it's a bye week we're going to have the best play game and season over the last decade Kyle, okay. Kyle and I will each have our list. Cool. And I think we're going to cover a lot of bases. It should be fun. A lot of names you haven't heard in a while, which is always nice. Mm. You know, the Ruvel Martins. The I just I just rewatched the uh, the BJ Raji pick six too. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah. And who who was the quarterback in that game for the Bears? It wasn't a McCown. Was it a McCown? No, it wasn't McCown. It was some other dude. But yeah, you know that that's the type of shit yeah. we're looking for. You know the the Frank Zombos. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Charlie Pepra in the fame. I'm like, wow. He, he Pepra. That's you know, you know what he does now. Here, here we go. Last tid, tidbit of the week. Maybe yes. the only one. Love a good tidbit. Oh, maybe it's Underwood. I'm pretty sure he works for the Packers as a scout. Oh, Charlie Pepper. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, he had a very odd career tour. He played with the Packers, left, came back on the practice squad. I, I literally remember being at training camp being like, 
you're back. <laughs> so he's about to get a second Super Bowl ring this year. Ooh, mm. there you go. But, but yeah, it's it's pretty lame to ask. Like you said, lame to ask to share and stuff. But I think it's actually very lame if you don't oblige. Ooh, so there you go. Mm. Yeah, come on, we're we're cool. You can you can trust us. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Since we're, we're not as cool as we think we are. But <laughs> with that, I don't have anything else. Kyle, do you have anything else? No. Okay. Well, with that, Brock Hampton, please don't sue us. Go back, go. Ain't no